Welcome to episode number one of Cyber Threat Hunting. This is Manish Kapoor with Juno. We are going to analyze an active cryptojacking campaign named Hildegard that is impacting Kubernetes containers in the cloud. It was reported by Palo Alto on February 3rd and attributed to an actor named Team TNT. Let's understand 25 associated TTPs in the MITRE framework. For initial access, malware exploits a misconfigured kubelet agent on the Kubernetes node. This is possible because the container application allows anonymous access. That is, it had no authentication. Executable files are either shell script or executable link format, that is ELF binary. ELF binary is executed in memory. The shell script performs remote code execution in containers via Kubelet's API. A library injection technique based on LD preload is used for persistence and to hide the malicious processes. To perform privilege escalation, the malware dropped two adversarial tools, pirates and bot B, which are capable of breaking out of containers via known vulnerabilities. Hildegard malware uses multiple layers of evasion, including deleting all the scripts immediately after execution. The malware creates a new process and names it Bioset, which is the name of a well-known Linux kernel process Bioset. The third actor used history-c command to clear the shell log in all scripts. To avoid detection by static analysis tools, the malicious ELF binary is encrypted and packed into another binary. ELF is decrypted by a hard-coded AES key before running it in memory. To bypass DNS monitoring tools, the malware modifies the system DNS resolvers and uses Google's public DNS servers. For credential access, malware uses Pirate's tool to look for service account tokens from the Kubernetes clusters. It also queries Cloud Metadata API looking for credentials. As part of discovery, malware explores the cloud environment and sends back the host's CPU, OS, and memory information. It uses a tool called MassScan to search for kubelets in Kubernetes internal network. Malware uses a tool called BotB to break out of a container using a known vulnerability. As a part of command and control, the actor downloaded several external tools, including Teammate. Actor establishes two fallback channels to maintain command and control. First, reverse shell connection using the teammate tool. Second, via IRC chat channel. Main impact of the malware is resource hijacking and denial of service. Finally, this container cryptojacking campaign joins the XM rig mining pool named Support XMR. 
Welcome to episode number two of Cyber Threat Hunting. This is Manish Vitruna. Today, we are going to analyze an active ransomware campaign named Zeoticus 2.0 that is impacting Windows endpoints. It was recently reported by Sentinel-1. Let's understand 13 associated TTPs in the MITRE framework. Zeoticus 2.0 is an updated ransomware that uses both symmetric and asymmetric encryption algorithms. The malware creates registry run key to launch an instance of the payload as a way to achieve persistence. For defense evasion, it modifies registry. Malware also utilizes the ping command to facilitate the deletion of its own binaries. It achieves this by redirecting the output of the ping command to null and delete. One unique feature of this ransomware is that it does not require connectivity for the payloads to execute. That is, Zeoticus 2.0 ransomware can execute fully offline with no dependence on command and control instructions. Malware tries to search for common password storage locations to obtain user credentials. For discovery, it queries registry. A WMI query is used to gather additional information about the local environment, like OS version. It tries to get a listing of other systems on the local network, as well as accessible remote drives. It looks for data on local file systems. To encrypt data, this ransomware utilizes XCHACHA20 algorithm for symmetric encryption and multiple algorithms on the asymmetric side. Second impact of this ransomware is the infection of any network-connected remote drives. Welcome to episode number three of Cyber Threat Hunting. This is Manish Vitruna. Today, we are going to analyze an active malware campaign named Bendy Bear. Palo Alto has attributed this attack to a Chinese APT named BlackTac. Let's understand 13 associated TTPs in the MITRE framework. Bendy Bear is a shell code state zero implant that is, its sole function is to download another payload from the C2 server, which it, it loads directly into memory. It uses native APIs to interact with the Windows OS. Bendybear leverages multiple layers of defense evasion. It locates the process on the target named Process Environment Block, PEB, to check if it's currently being debugged. It also uses 16-byte XOR throughout the shellcode for obfuscation. It also uses time-based evasion technique for generating pseudo-random numbers to overwrite blocks of previously executed code. As part of software packing, malware transmits payloads in modified RC4 encrypted chunks. Lastly, it uses polymorphic code to change its runtime footprint 
during code execution to thwart memory analysis and evade signaturing. For discovery, it queries target's registry, checks for is debugger flag via the PEB process I mentioned earlier. For command and control, it uses authenticated C2 communications. That is, it performs a challenge request, response validation with C2 server before downloading the payload. It also uses asymmetrical cryptography for C2 with 32-byte session keys. Thanks for listening. You can learn more about these latest cyber threats on truno.com. That is T-R-U-K-N-O.com.